0: In the
1: Father, we thank you for being awesome, for being wonderful, for being marvelous, for being the everlasting God, the ruler of heaven and earth. And we come this morning prostrate before your presence. Confessing that we are wrong and you are right. We are weak, but thou art strong. Hide the preacher. Convict, convince. If need be converted. And give us a spirit of praise and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, say amen. Hallelujah hallelujah, 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 I will bless the Lord at all His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Let the redeem of the Lord say so Hallelujah Hallelujah Amen Amen and Amen When we When we learn the essence of true worship, it will make a difference in our lives. Hold hold on, worship is not entertainment. Worship is not entertainment. Worship is exaltation. It's when you recognize that you didn't get here by yourself. It's when you realize that if it had not been for the Lord, who was on my side where would I be mm. it's the realization that somebody was walking with me all along Lord have mercy and during the toughest periods of our lives they carried us, they, they carried, they, they carried, they, they picked us up and they carried us where we couldn't carry ourselves, see that's worship, worship is giving worth to the Savior. Thank you Lord. Jesus, if it were not for you, I'd be in hell this far. If if it were not for you, I would have been snuffed out. If it were not for you, I'd be on the side of the streets eating out of garbage cans. The Lord is good, and he's a stronghold in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. Ah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise him. Praise him. he? This morning, this morning, this morning, we'll be in Jeremiah chapter 12, Old Testament book of Jeremiah, major prophet, chapter 12, verse 5. Jeremiah 12, 5, and I want to read it. When you get it, say, man, Amen. if thou hast run with footmen and they have wearied thee or tired you out, then how canst thou contend with horses?" And if in the land of peace wherein thou trustest they have wearied you and have gotten on your last nerve, then how will thou do in the swelling of the Jordan? This morning I want to try to craft this around the subject. Your makeup does not match your mission. Your makeup does not match your mission. Mm. God oftentimes prepares His people by creating a measuring device against their individual makeup. That is, God chooses a vehicle that's diametrically opposed to what you are and who you are. And this device when controlled by the hand of God, helps to mature us spiritually Mm -hmm. through exposure to multiple adversities. And these adversities produce necessary frictions, which are worked to humble us and to furnish within us a strong faith, a steadfast focus, and a strengthening faithfulness. That when God gets finished with you, nobody can buy you out. when God puts his stamp of approval on you, you are a true witness for the Lord. And you'll never ever belly up and turn on God. You'll find yourself like the Apostle Paul who Said, for me to live is Christ. And if I die, it's gain. You'll benefit from Paul by saying, the things that have happened unto me have fallen out to the furtherance. Of the gospel and I count all things everything mm, beneficial for the glory of God even even even, even my weaknesses Paul says, and when i 'm weak then i 'm really strong and, and and one of the things that God begins to do is that he yeah he often discloses to us what we are incapable of seeing about us and, 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 and what he does is he takes our difficulties and miraculously he works out our deliverance that um God doesn't do anything just to be doing it. Everything with God has purpose. And because it has purpose, it has the power to work out His will. Jeremiah chapter 12 is essentially... Amen. Jeremiah's complaint to God, and all of us in one way, shape, or form have complained to God. And then it's God's reply of compliance back to Jeremiah. In this immediate context, God gives a prophetic rebuke and warning to backslidden Judah. Judah is confused as to her crisis and God's correction device. And as as this nation in the south, the sister of Israel up north, God thought that Judah would have learned from her sister Israel who had defected, compromised, sinned, would not repent, and God in 722 B.C. allowed Sennacherib and the Assyrians to come and carry them away. And, and and God says, when I pulled Israel, your sister, out, Judah watched but learned nothing. Judah became worse. And then in 606, 586, and yeah, God, God sent three deportations to come and through Nebuchadnezzar to come and get Judah in the south, and Jeremiah was permitted to go up and down the coast and preach. Ezekiel was locked up by the river Chebar, and Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, all contemporaries, were taken off to Babylon. Sometimes God will show you something in somebody else's life. And when you don't learn, the next lesson is in your life. that when we begin to look at this matter of disclosure, direction, and deliverance, there's a warning here in Jeremiah, and I I, I think it's applicable to us as well in this compromising age of of, uh, evangelical Christianity where we compromise our faith and our faithfulness when we don't agree with God. We're living in an age of compromise, where there are no absolutes. Everybody is flimsy. Yeah, most of what we say we are committed to is on flimsy ground. And, And it's all predicated on what we tend to feel and get back in return. So God, I'll serve you as long as you do this. And when you stop doing this, I'ma stop serving you. you do I have a witness? And, and, it's, and it's and it's in this it's in this context that 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 I, I I find it remarkable that Jeremiah 12 and and Habakkuk and, and David in and the book of Psalms and others all had the same fundamental problem with God. They didn't like God's preparations for bringing patience. They didn't like God's providence, which dictated their pain. And they didn't like God's perspective, which was engineered from a perspective of His power. They had an ear, they, they had an eye problem, they had an emotional problem, yeah, and they had an energy problem. they They, they just couldn't figure out what God was up to and and, and, and child of God, you don't need to turn, but read right in your hearing, I, I want to just go back to job 383 and context of job is that job was never told by God why he allowed ten of his children to die at once why all of his goods, he was the richest man in the East at that time, all of his money and all of his stock was taken, and he lost everything and was was, was struck down with an incurable disease. And his wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? And he refused to. And, and, and the whole book of Job is him going chapter by chapter talking to three to four so-called friends and 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 defending God, defending the integrity of God, and finally Job just lost it. With no information, Job criticized God. He questioned God. And there are times when you and I question God. Yeah, we wonder why the test when we try to do our best. Somebody said we'll understand it better by and by, but in this context of conflict. Uh, Amen. Job, Job, Job began questioning God, and God turned the questionnaire back on Job. God says, now look, gird up the loins of your mind and let me become the questionnaire. God, God, God was asking Job in this famous 38th chapter, he says, "Uh, are you as eternal as I am? And the answer was no. Are you? Amen as great as I am? Are you as powerful as I am? Are you as all wise and a- amen as I am? And, 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 and Job would not, could not answer God. So God told Job, the next time you don't have an answer, learn to be quiet. Be quiet! And trust me, I want to look at this text and I for a few moments try to pull out of it what is going on contextually and then with the power of the Holy Spirit make it applicable to where we are. That is first in this in this rich text message of a broken covenant to Judah I want to I see first our patience is tested by God's preparation." Now, many times we are not ready for prime time. And we think we are. I'm I'm preaching already. In this age of education, degrees, and internet, and all of the research that we can do, we tend to get a little Amen. Itchy about knowing things. Some of us think we know everything. <laughs> I'm baffled how 12,000 people who never pastored, can tell me how to pastor when I pastored for 25 years. I, I, that, that's baffling. That baffling. Or tell Doctor Bruce Benton how to counsel. Amen. Lord have mercy. And you can't do a tip tap toe test. (laughs) It 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 just amazes me how people know it all. And 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 the fact of the matter is is that this matter of patience and preparation is that. Jeremiah is complaining to God, saying, how long do we keep waiting? And why aren't the unsaved wicked hurting? Now, 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 let me stop pausing part, because look at verse 1 of chapter 12. Righteous art thou, O Lord, that's giving God his praise, when I plead with thee, Yet let me talk with thee of your judgments. Now here's what Jeremiah is saying. Lord, you're at a... Lord, 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 you're Jehovah and I praise you, but I don't like the way you lead. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Come on now, y'all gonna talk back to me? And if you're honest this morning, you and I don't always like the way he leads. Can I get a witness? He leads us beside still waters. He, Yeah, Some, some, sometimes God will let things we don't like happen, amen, for our own good. Look at verse 1, wherefore doth the way of the wicked prosper, wherefore are all they happy that deal very treacherously. Are you with me this morning? That—that That is, our tendency is to say to God, wait a minute Lord, here I am saved and serving and sacrificially given. And and I'm I'm trying to do everything that you asked me to do. And every time I turn my TV on, somebody that's going to hell hits the lottery for a million dollars. Lord, something's wrong with that picture. Now you said you own the cattle on a thousand hills, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and all that dwells therein. Can I get a witness? You told me, fret not thyself because of the evildoer, neither be envious of the workers of iniquity. They will soon be cut down. But God, it just looks like them folk out there are having a ball, and we going through hell. (laughs) Lord, have mercy. Now, the reason most of y'all couldn't say amen because you bought a lottery ticket anyhow. Just didn't hit. I can tell when you don't hit, you're back in church the next Sunday. (laughs) But look at this. Lord have mercy. Judah's suffering for her sins, but she complains about the wicked prospering. Here's what God is saying in essence about this matter of patience and perseverance that when our makeup doesn't match our mission, God has got to make us over. That's why Romans 5 says, listen, and tribulations will work patience. Patience starts to work experience, and experience starts to work hope. Now, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not in Romans 5 today, but Paul fixed this thing. Paul says, by the time you get the hope, hope will never embarrass you. Hope, hope make if not a shame, because the love of God is shed abroad in your hearts. All you got to do is get the hope, and you're going to be all right. Can I get a witness? you got to let God work this thing so hope is sitting on the throne. I'm preaching already. Y'all ain't ready for this. Can I get a witness? That, 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 that is that the word us" is symbolic of a washing machine, not on a spin cycle, but when the agitator is throwing the clothes. Y'all, y'all, y'all looking at me funny, I know. You know, I remember my mom cutting a hand up with that square board. Remember that? Yeah. And then hanging the clothes out on the line, remember that? Yeah. yeah, you can tell you was in the hood. Everybody had clothes on the line. <laughs> can I get a witness? You, 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 you remember sad. that? Ain't nobody had no dryers. Nobody had no washing, you know. I, I don't even use a dishwasher today. I'd rather wash my dishes, dry them off, put them out. I'm just, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm still in the old lane. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Uh-huh. And look, 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 child of God. The agitator is designed that after you put your water and your bleach and your soap powder in his white clothes, amen, that that thing starts The agitator is supposed to throw stuff. Here, here's why it throws stuff. It throws stuff so it can get the dirt out. And and, and unless there's a device in your life throwing stuff, you don't get the dirt out. You can't can't rest on a rinse cycle. I'm preaching now. Yeah, you you can't make it on a spin cycle. God's got to take some time to throw some stuff in your life so that by the time those clothes come out, they're really clean. Now you know what it's like when you when you wash clothes and they're still dirty, or you wash clothes and they're still rank, you can still smell mildew, you know what happens? you got to get washed all over again. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. God God, God says, when I don't get it this time, I'm going to get it next time. Yeah. Do I have a witness up in the house? Child, child, child of God, here's what God is saying. James says, count it all joy. When? You get into the agitator when trials start hitting you every which way but loose. Why? Because the fire testing of your faith, yeah, is working patience. What you need is perseverance. What you need is stick-to-itiveness. What you need is hold-on power. What you need, you need some, you need a device in your life that can stand still and let all the stuff pass you by. You need something in your life that's going to stand still long enough so God can have His way. And then James, James uses some strange names. He says, and let patience have a perfect word. That, that means, and I don't hear many preachers elaborate, that means don't be trying to cut your trials short. <laughs> because when you cut your trials short, they just come back. Yeah. Can I get a witness? Yeah, that you may be entire, lacking nothing. It's here, it's here, it's here that, let me, let me tell you what I see about this uh, sovereign divine timetable that God sets up as a measuring of, of our strengths to our struggles. Here's what he deals with, the tensity of the present, and the tests of the proposed and the tenacity of the product. Now let me deal with this. Look what he says in 12a. He says, 125 5a, if, conditional, if thou hast run with footmen. Now, 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 contextually, Jeremiah is from Anathoth, city of priests. Jeremiah, if you are getting weary dealing with foot soldiers. Yeah. What in the world are you going to do when Nebuchadnezzar pulls up with green berets on horses? What, 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 what are you going to do if you whining about the simplistic what are you going to do when a strategic lands? If you're struggling, yeah, with that which is simple, what are you going to do when Satan shows up? That, well, Satan's all in my house. That ain't Satan. That's a third grade demon. That, 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 that is a kindergarten demon that just learned how to use his wand. That's, a, that's what's driving your backside up the wall. Wait till Satan shows up. You ain't seen nothing yet. Child, 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 child of God. If he, he, he deals with the makeup and then the mission, if you have run with footmen, mm. and they have worn you out. Hmm. What are you going to do with horses? This is really contextually how we respond to adversity. Now, let me stop pausing, Parker. How we respond to adversity. When bad things happen to good people, where are you? here's a, I remember years ago, I, you know, I've been playing baseball all my life, love baseball. I was 14 years old and the youngest on the bench of this team, everybody else was 17, 18, 19, he's playing ball. And I knew that if I got in that lineup and made an error, mistake, I would never again be chosen for a team. Because guys, when they, when they, when they chose you for a team, they wanted to win. You remember basketball and baseball? you, know, you go like this. You know, Let me see. Uh, I need five guys. You. And here you go. Hey man, hey man. Nah, you. <laughs> hey man. Nah, I you. Remember that? Yeah. And I remember the times they be picking people and all the guys there. Come on, man. Come on. He said, nah, nah. And somebody pull up in the bike. Say, yeah, you, 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 you. Because they knew he could play. Remember that? So here I am. They told me get out in left field. I'm about this short, man, 14. I'm out there and I'm nervous. I want, I'm, I want a high fly ball so I can get under it and catch it. It's two outs and I'm sitting out there in left field nervous and this ball came up and hit a screaming line drive to left field and it was rising. And as it was rising, I jumped up as far as I could jump caught it in the web of my glove and came down, and everybody screamed, oh, and they hugged me, yes. Mm. <laughs> thought I had it. Yeah. I thought I was built for the mission. <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this. Yeah. Then the next thing, he said, hey, Raymond, go on, go on, play third base, man. We need your third. Put him in left field. And I couldn't play the infield. I met third baseball, went right through my legs. He said, get out, get him out of here. <laughs> Get it him, get him, get him out. out of here. Yeah. Listen. When you're not built for the mission, yeah. God will show it to you. Yeah. Not with criticism, because, see, we really need to know where we are spiritually. Because if I took a consensus from you, y'all be through the roof. I'm just like Elijah. I'm Moses in the flesh. We think we all add in a bag of chips, and we're not. Listen to me, you have not been tested. You been tested. Mm. See, that's why teachers and preachers got to be careful. We like those upfront gifts where we are seen and we love coming up with teachings that using little paragraphs and sentences ain't nobody heard, you got them out of some book, or you got them from some preacher. If you don't have a vast library, you got a lot of tapes, you took somebody else's stuff and you start using it, and people, wow, he ain't deep. He ain't deep. (laughs) She ain't deep. She ain't deep. She took hers out of a book, he took his from a sermon. So it ain't deep. But here, if I preach what I have not practiced, it's false. I got to practice what I preach. And I got to live through the problems of what I instruct. Y'all ain't getting this before it is a truism to you. Can I get a witness? So if you was sitting in my class and you say, you know, I'm struggling in my marriage, and I can say, well, you know, I struggled in mine for years, then power comes out because I have walked what I'm talking. I'm trying, I'm I'm trying, I'm I'm trying to get y'all to see this. Can I get a witness? You say, well, I just, I just lost my mother, I lost my father. Well, unless I lost mine, I can't relate to you. Can I get a witness? See, it's easy for somebody to say, just be encouraged. Well, you, you know, you still got yours here. You, you, you can preach what you haven't practiced. I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get a witness? If you've never been broke, you can't encourage somebody else to hold on to a job comes. If you if you never went hungry, you don't know what it's like to sleep on an empty stomach. If you I'm preaching up in this, if you never, if you never needed to be consoled by God because you dropped the ball, you need to shut your mouth up. And the worst thing you can do is give people the impression that you know it all and have not gone through the practicing of it because what God will do is make sure you go through what you claimed you've been through so you'll know how to bless his name. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, comfort them with the same comfort that God comforted you. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, been there, done that. That's why I can talk to you. Now, now I keep telling St. Matthews the reason God can't get all the glory out of your life because you won't tell all the story about your life. You sitting up here trying to be Miss Cutie Pie, like you never did anything. You are lying, the truth ain't in you. You were full of hell, you were full of, yeah, you were on your way to hell. Can I get away there? y'all yes, sitting. And you know God. See, God can't get the glory, cause you won't tell the whole story. If you ever tell the whole story, God gonna get all the glory. Uh, they don't wanna hear this this morning. You know why you can't tell the whole story? Because you got you on the throne. You you got, you got, listen, you, you got you up for the glory. And until you crucify you, God can get the glory from the story. And, and listen child of God, here's the real indictment, somebody else in church knows the real story. I'm going to Philly tonight to preach. I bet you, the minute I get in there, oh, I didn't know you was a preacher. <laughs> Where you from? William Williamtown. <laughs> I saw you in Philly years ago. No, you didn't. <laughs> This stuff is tight. So I try to tell the whole story and I make people nervous. They say, oh, anything come out of his mouth. Yeah, it's going to come out. I'm going to let it come out. Because I don't care what you think about me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I want you to know that Jesus snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments, Jesus turned my life around. Jesus took me away from a whole lot of stuff. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up in this place this morning that the Lord is my light. Yeah. Take it, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Look at, look at, look at. Yeah, look at the tensity. He says, if you have run with footmen and they have wearied you, that's the test, then how are you going to contend with horses? That's the tenacity. How do we respond to adversity? If we understand that God is preparing us for perseverance and patience. Listen to this, when adversity comes, we may not be spiritually mature enough to thank God for it, but when it comes we have some understanding that God is in the preparing stage because we know that all things are working together for the good. Can I get a witness? Look at the second thing real quick, the second problem. Uh, uh, Not only, amen, our patience is tested by His preparations, but our pain is tested by His providence. Now, 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 what do you mean by providence? That is, God sets the table before the foundation of the world. Now, you got people with, with, you know, problems with this. We were saved before the foundation of the world. We were called before the foundation of the world. We were chosen. We were adopted. We were enlightened before the foundation of the world. Can I get Jesus was crucified before the foundation of the world. Right, now, 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 what do you mean by this? Well, providence says that God has allowed everything in my life, good, bad, and ugly. And when I'm struggling with my pain, and we do have pain. Don't we have pain? We got some pain up in this place now. When I'm struggling with my pain against the backdrop of providence, here's some of the questions I ask God. Why is God allowing my pain to exist? Does He really love me? See, now, now, now you move from an eye problem because typically when we get in trouble, we want to look at others. Some of us would do best if we came to church with tape over our eyes. The minute the hellhounds are on our trail, we look at somebody else and start questioning God. Mm-hmm. But listen to this now. This emotional problem is that when we disagree with how God is leading us and yet blessing the wicked, that becomes a problem. Can I get a witness? So we get into the Fairness Act. It's not fair. If you've, if you've ever thought that in your life, raise your hand. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. And if God would let some people in heaven, and you got to heaven and saw them, unless the Lord changed you, you would have a problem with them being there. I called one off this morning. I ain't going to call now. Yeah. How, how they get up here? Yeah. Well, excuse me, how'd you get up here? Yeah. By grace. Yeah. Can I get a witness? And see, and see, and see, child, of God is here because David struggled with the same thing. Dave, David said in Psalm 73, he said, uh, I almost slipped. Slipped what? Slipped in favor, fellowship, and faith. Everything I knew about God slept until I went into the house of the Lord, the sanctuary. And then I understood the wicked's end. Y'all ain't getting this. The way this thing is working right now, you that are saved, you're going through some controlled pains. And it looked like them folk out there ain't going through nothing. But God says, His Word says, they're going to burn. Can I get a witness? Fret not thyself because of evil doers, neither be envious against the workers of iniquity. They're going to soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green. Ah, Psalm 37. That, that, that is child of God. That, Amen. David said, I almost slept. And, and some of us in here, we almost slept. Can I get a witness? We, 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 we keep forgetting that all things are being worked together for the good. So here's God's measurement and motivation. Here's the measurement, 12.5b. And if in the land of peace wherein you trusted, they weary you. That is, if in peace you're pouting, what in the world are you going to do when the war starts? Let me, let, me, let me say this about the seven years I spent in the military. The military taught me not only to be diligent and to have drive, to get the job done, but the military taught me how to follow orders. They don't want you thinking in the military. Sometimes I say that at church and some of the staff gets upset. They got master's degree. I, I ain't never been insulted before. Well, you're going to get insulted now. Don't think. Just, just, just do the job. I, all the thinking has been done. You're, you're just Because the minute you start thinking, we gone haywire in here there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one direction for the church. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't got to say amen. Let me look at the clock and say amen for you. I learned how to take orders, Sergeant Gordon. I want you to do this, sir. Yes, sir. Bing, Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Why is that so valuable? Because there's a war going on, because in times of war, we had to do these simulations. We, you know, working in, in, in the work I did in communication and global communications and global defense mechanisms, they had uh, simulations. They had all kind of tests in SAC, Strategic Air Command, in, 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 all, in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, the whole SAC base, they went into tests once a month, maybe once a week. Amen. They, they had tests, 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 in, 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 in all the other uh, air command. I was in ADC, Air Defense Command. We had numerous tests, and you better get the test right because the country depended on it. Can they get a win? And when I say simulation, they didn't go through some SOPs. You had to actually carry out in so many seconds and minutes everything you were supposed to do, and you better have it right. Why? Because listen to this. You prepare for war in times of peace. Did you get that? You don't wait till war break out to say, let me see.
0: You don't do that.
1: Look at this. (sighs) When I was in school, elementary school, I used to hate fire drills. We'd be working, nobody... Ah, 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 ah. And you, you know, everybody running outside. You know, and, and I noticed those teachers when, when the fire drill happened in elementary school back in the 50s and 60s. Y'all remember, you had to single file out, you had to stand in line out, and every teacher was uh, in, 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 in charge of their class. They had to do head counts. Remember all that? Everybody got out the building. Man, let me today blow an alarm in here. Uh, uh, Ah, ah, what's that? Don't worry about it. I don't smell nothing. (laughs) We can't can't follow instructions. And here's what God is saying in this text. If you're struggling with that which is familiar, friendly, and free, what in the world are you going to do when the strategies of Satan come? When Nebuchadnezzar comes riding through here on his horses with his green beret, what are you going to do? Child of God, when you look at this context of providence against the backdrop of pain, God has allowed this in my life. Amen. My response to what God has allowed is to trust Him not try to understand it, not try to feel good about it, it's to trust him that he's too wise to make a mistake. If I lose my job, I must just be still and know that he's God. Because God will close one door to open up a better door. Can I get a witness? I'm preaching to somebody up in this place, God, God allows some things to happen just to open your eyes. You thought you could see and couldn't see a lick and God will let something happen and then all of a sudden you see it all. God, God is faithful. Do I have a witness? And and, and he's fruitful and yeah, yeah, God knows exactly what he's doing. This thing about providence and pain is interesting, very, very interesting. I've had a lot of pain in my life, pains that I did not want there, but the providence of God allowed them to be there. I either learn or I repeat. Can I get a witness? Now, wait a minute. You say, well, why did God let me learn this? The learning may not have even been for you the learning may have been to you, but for somebody else. I'm preaching up in this place. Paul said, the things that happened to me have fallen out to the furnace of the gospel. My God. The fact, the fact of the matter is that we've all had some painful episodes in our lives. Death, departure, deceit, disloyalty. Can I get a witness? All of us have come face to face with pain. And if pain's going to profit you, you got to take pain and put it back in the right place. Because God is providential. All of the dealings of your life was, listen, managed and supervised by God. And you may, you may, for the rest of your life, say, Lord, why did you let this happen? Why did you allow this to happen? Why me? Why this? Why now? Why do the righteous suffer? Why, why, and why? And I'm going to tell you something that I've learned. Whatever reason God had you going through what you went through is ultimately for his glory. That is, everything you and I pass through, he's going to get glory out of it. You say, well, I don't know how he's going to get, oh, he's going to get glory. Somewhere down the line, somebody is going to strike up a conversation with you and you are going to put all this stuff together and say, you know what? I've been young, now I'm old. I've been hurt, now I'm helped. I've been down, now I'm up. I was ready to give up and he showed up. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Can I get a witness? It's tools for the trade. Look at, look at the final thing in this as we close. He's, look at the third thing, the final thing. God's perspectives are always measured against the backdrop of His power. Now this is an energy problem. Whenever we struggle beyond our comprehension and our faith falters and our focus fades, we must remember God's perspectives. Look at twelve five C. Look what he says, Then how will thou do? Here it is, in the swelling of the Jordan. All right. I'm coming in now. Listen to this. When you go back to the book of Joshua, interesting. Moses, my servant, is dead. He's gone. Take two and a half million people, cross over the Jordan into the promised land. When you get on the other side in the promised land, the cloud by day will stop, the pillar of fire at night will stop, the the manna will stop, the quail will stop. Now you're in where I told you to go. And when you are in the will of God, there's some temporary stuff that's going to stop and some new stuff that's going to keep flowing. Can I get a witness? and and Joshua, God, God never discussed with Joshua what to do to get across that Jordan. Joshua was obeying God and all of a sudden got to the end right to the brink of the water, and the water overflowed eighteen, 20 feet. Nobody could pass. And God told Joshua, call the Levites, those that are carrying the Ark of the Covenant. That's where God dwells on earth, and, and and when the priests who have the ark, when their feet hit the water, the water will recede. Yes, I'm, I'm trying to get you to see something. When you come to those floody waters in your life, yeah. you need worship. Yeah. When you put worship before warfare, when you put worship before worry, when you put worship before being weary, God receives the waters. Yeah. Can I get a witness? But child of God, I want you to see this, that God says to Jeremiah. Jeremiah's got a problem with his preparations, his providence, and his perspectives. David's got a problem with his preparations, his providence, and his perspectives. And Habakkuk, the minor prophet, has got a problem with God's perspectives, preparations, and providence. Here's what Habakkuk said. He asked God three questions. Don't turn. First question. Why do you use the wicked to chasten and correct the righteous? I don't understand this. You are our God. How can you dare go get, amen, animalistic people who don't know you to chasten us? Hmm. Why is the second question? Does the righteous suffer but the wicked keep prospering? Why? Uh, Habakkuk's question is why do you hold your tongue when the wicked is devouring the righteous? So God says, Let me answer you, boy. Write the vision, for it is for an appointed time. Make it plain. Now listen to this, and then wait for it, patience, though it tarry, providence. Whatever's tarrying your life, it's me, providence, and it will surely come, perspective. You ain't getting this. Can I get a witness? That is, God God tells Habakkuk, I understand what you're struggling with, but yeah, just write out the vision and then wait for the vision to come. you got to wait. You need patience. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah. And if it tarry, and most of the visions will tarry. Yes. Can I get a witness? It's going to tarry, but it will surely come. If it tarries, providence, it will surely come. Perspective. Here's what he said. Behold, his soul which is lifted up in him is not upright, but the just (laughs) shall live by faith. Now, in the Hebrew and in the Greek, the just shall live by their faith. Lord, have mercy. The just shall operate on God's economy. Can I get a you (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Whatever God wants out of my life, he's got to do it. I don't have anything in me. I don't have strength to carry out his will. I don't have purity to be in his will. I don't have my right mind to do his will. Lord, whatever you want out of me, you got to do it. Do I have a witness up in the house? See, some of y'all, some of y'all think y'all so holy till you. you, stink. You think you can pull off whatever you need to pull off, when you want to pull it off, and how you want to pull it off. And the fact of the matter is that Satan is laughing at you. The only reason you got up this morning and got dressed is because there was a guardian angel around you. God woke you up this morning as your lungs were contracting and i'm preaching up in this place as you were amen in the stupor of sleep which is close to being dead when your pulse decreases and your heart decreases god woke you up this morning god god put church on your mind god god put something in your feet something in your heart god god put something in your hand something in your head it was god that said get up and go on the church it's there that i will meet you can i get a witness this is not a club this is not yeah yeah this is not a fraternity or sorority we're here under the jurisdiction of the holy spirit can i get a witness he woke me up. He started me on my way. I'm in here. I'm giving test. I'm giving live testimony that Jesus is the Christ. Can I get a witness? Child of God, this is all God's doing. And whatever problems are waiting for you at home, God is already there. Whatever's going to happen this week, God is already there. Whatever, amen, misfires, God is already there. Can I get a witness? Whatever your children run into, God is already there do I have a witness that's what makes him God he's never caught by surprise that's what makes him God he's got all power in his hand that's what makes him God he sends deliverance before the difficulty gets down. can I get a witness and all he wants us to do is praise his holy name not just praising for the past and thanking for the present but praising for the future. Lord, I'm thanking you for what you're going to do. Faith believing, I know you're able. Can I get a witness? And I know no good thing will you withhold from them that walk uprightly. Can I get a witness? I, I, thank you Lord yeah uh, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty can I get a witness so child of God uh, Habakkuk could come back and say although the fig tree shall not blossom neither shall fruit be in the vines the labor of the olive shall fail and the fields shall yield no meat the flock shall be cut off from the fold and there shall be no herd in the stalls yet I will rejoice in the Lord I will joy in the God of my salvation you didn't get that when all hell's breaking out, everything's going wrong. God says, here's what you got to do. The prescription for you is not to pout and pound on your circumstances, but it is to look to the hills and praise my holy name. Your job is to give praise. When the problems come, give praise. When the marriage is failing, get praise. When the children are acting out, get praise. When the money is funny, get praise. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus, can I get a witness? So Rebecca said, the Lord is my strength. And he will make my feet like hinds feet. That is, when other animals are slipping on the slope, when I look to the hills, God will put something on my feet where I won't slip. Something on my feet where I'm able to climb above my calamities. Something on my feet where I'm able to climb above my problems, something on my feet, where I'm able to climb above my crisis. He'll make my feet like hinds feet. Can I get a witness? And I'll walk on high places. Can I get a witness? See, I can walk on high places because I've been in low places. I can walk on high places because I went to school in low places. I can walk on high places because the Lord is my strength. Can I get a witness? God, I don't always like your perseverance. I don't always like your providence. I don't always like your perspective but yet I said yet I said yet I will trust
0: him through it all through it all
1: I've learned to trust in Jesus I've learned to trust in God through it all
0: through it all I've learned upon his word say yeah
1: say if you have run with footmen and they have worn you out what are you going to do against horses listen to me when your makeup does not match your mission here's what God is doing He's making us, shaping us, molding us so that when horses come, we don't lose it. When stronger trials come, we can rejoice. When hell starts breaking out, I can shout to heaven. Can I get a witness? My God is an awesome. God. Job, where were you when I hung the moon and the stars and the sun in the sky without a hook? Where were you when I made the black cow eat green grass and give white milk? Where, where were you? When you don't understand, just be quiet and trust Him. Trust and obey, there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every here his bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you're not saved, Jesus Christ died for your sins. He's God's only begotten Son. He was buried and He rose again with all power in His hands. If you're not saved, just raise your hand. Jesus wants to save you this morning. Just put your hand there. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Day one, he said, if you be ashamed of me, i will be ashamed of you. Is there one? Is there one? Perhaps you want to join the church on your Christian experience. Is there one? We'd love to have you. Is there one? Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word. Father, give us strength where we're struggling. Help us, oh God, to have a true assessment of our makeup and our mission. And whatever's lacking, fill it, that we may learn to praise you, even in our problems, knowing that you're working out our good and your glory. In Jesus' name. Now, Lord, prepare our hearts for the Lord's Supper. As we commemorate your death, burial, and resurrection, you said, for as often as we do this, we show remembrance of you till you come in jesus name amen please be seated please grab the baskets on your side let's do this quietly if you're not saved do not partake in the day that jesus was betrayed he took bread broke it said take eat this is my body which has been given to you and he took grape juice which. Is